0: Hello, hello, hello and welcome to My Son and I. I'm Egbert B. Uh this week's episode is going to be a little different. Uh stick with us. We have a great first segment and then I'll come back and talk to you a little bit more. Enjoy Episode 8 of My Oh, this is Episode 9 <laughs> of My Son and I. My son, my son and I. I. Yeah, through it. We've, we've been, been through a lot of this. My son and I. We're going to do this, we're going to make it through, okay oh, My yeah. son and I, I, I'm here, and I'm here too. Oh yeah, my son, my son and I, I we welcome you, welcome you, welcome to the journey. Yeah. Son my son and I, will, will, will. Oh, my son, son and I, Oh, you're listening to my son and
1: I. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to my son
0: and I. My name is Tahida. A.K.A. Lady T. Yes, 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 and I'm Egbert B. You all know me as Egbert Bernard. We're here with our podcast called My Son and I, with my mom and I. (laughs) Uh, We talk about our relationship, we talk about things. We just wanted to really get to know each other better and understand how each other tick a little bit more, so we decided to do a podcast, and here we are. Glad you're here with us. So, uh, COVID has... I'm just going to jump right into it. Okay, why not? Okay, COVID has uh, me eating. (laughs) COVID has me cooking and eating a lot and not working out. So I'm beginning a weight loss journey. Well, good for you because I'm going to have to join you because COVID has me doing the same thing, eating. Cooking, eating, and no working out. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember. I mean, like, at the at the start of COVID, mm-hmm. I was. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't thin, mm-hmm. but I was definitely thinner. Much, much thinner. In fact, the shirt that I have on right now is like hugging me. And <laughs> I used to sort of swim in this shirt. Uh, but at the start of COVID, you know, like everything shut down, so I just mm-hmm. went inside and sat inside for three months and just cooked and mm-hmm. ate mm-hmm. and ate. My best friend Ty every day should be calling. What you cooking today? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, and I would just. Say, send her pictures or we'd get on FaceTime and we'd look at whatever I was cooking that day. Mm-hmm. So I just started gaining so much weight. And I thought that when I got here in LA mm-hmm. about a year ago, uh. that I was heavier than I was. And I was like, gosh, this is the heaviest I've been in a long time. I'm heavier than that now. Wow. And I'm on my way back to New York and the summer's coming. Mm-hmm. I got to drop these pounds.
1: Yes. You're going to have to yeah. drop those pounds. I feel crazy said swimming because that was my best and absolutely great opportunity to be able to do before COVID. I actually had the opportunity to have access to a free county pool every single day, Monday through Sunday, really. Yeah. But I went absolutely diligently like a job Monday through Friday for sure. Sometimes yeah. I hit it on Saturday, but it literally helped keep the weight off. Yeah. But now with this COVID, oh, my gosh, not being able to exercise and, like you said, just cooking. Okay. Um, they say the average weight gain in COVID is about 20 pounds. Okay. And I don't know if it's average for everybody else, but that's exactly how much I gained, 20 it's-
0: pounds funny though because they were saying that months and months ago. I wonder if that's still the average. Oh, and, you know, wow, like, oh, I wonder yeah. if it's ever, or if it's gone up. 20 more. Okay. Because <laughs> I know <laughs> mine has. Feels okay. that way. Okay. And you were talking about working out every day and going to that pool, and I remember mm. that. I remember that being a huge part of your life, your lifestyle. Totally. Uh, and I can imagine that it not only helped you keep the weight off, but it kept your body together. Yeah. Your joints yes. and your muscles and your bones. Oh,
1: my gosh. It's so crazy because after COVID closed down, I, I would say it less than two months later, I um, realized that the the necessity of that pool in my life for the joints in my heart and all of that. That's the great thing about swimming. You exercise not only your bi- outer body, but your inner parts to yeah. your heart, your lungs, all yeah. of those things as well. And it started feeling an effect on that, especially my joints and bones so much so that I didn't even realize it, but I had a chip bone in my hip wow. and wound up having to have a whole total hip replacement. Right. Two months after the pool closed. And because you were swimming and working out in that way, you didn't even notice. I didn't that Didn't a- even notice it because wow. I would go to Every morning, and it was like warm. I called it tune up the body, get yeah. it ready for the day. Yeah. And it really did do that. So yeah. much so that I
0: didn't even realize I had that Dang. until I couldn't do it anymore. Are you starting to notice any effects uh, on your body now that you don't have that resource Absolutely,
1: like really? I said, definitely the weight gain. Yeah, it, it's been. Um, I'm really. Uh, I've had an opportunity to be able to lose weight um, over the years, and I had before COVID. I literally stayed at this that 20 pound loss uh-huh. for. Uh, I mean, for I, I would say it had turned into a good. Seven, eight years. Yeah. And, and um that I, I, I literally uh, you're you have a, a, a absolutely great scale here and I find myself <laughs> I don't make, use it. Wait, I, 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 I can't wait to get here to try to get <laughs> it on. Stresses it stresses me out. Um. Uh, you know, I have to know though. I just have to know. And yeah. it's a- actually is accurate because every time yeah, I go to the is. doctor, it's it right on. And unfortunately it was right on that was twenty pounds last time Dang, I weighed it. myself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I gotta get rid of that. So not only are you, you so you I I don't want to say you feel like you've gained weight i'm trying to be nice by saying that but you know you've gained yes. weight um any other bodily have you noticed anything in, like uh muscles maybe tightening i was or? say yes yes
1: um i definitely noticed like um not being able to flex those muscles i, I actually have a little issue with my foot and uh, and and going to i went to therapy and all that. i mean it really was a change to my body it was yeah. like it didn't even know how to react it was like Okay, now all these you've been faking me out, making me feel young, okay, looking young, Moving all that stuff. Me, you, me, right, just me. just got me all tuned and in, in shape. Feel, right, feeling like you you somebody. Okay. And now I got to tell you just right, just how old you really is. I'm gonna hit hit these nerves, these bones, these joints, these these um, ligaments that you have been so proud to get nice and in shape and don't have a problem with. And now I'm gonna show you just how what 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 could happen if you don't exercise me. Yeah. Yeah. And and move me and do those things. So I'm starting to get back to realizing that there's just no such thing as not being not exercising your body, and there is no excuse. COVID closed, but right. there's other. I mean, COVID closed that things. That is true, and that's so the thing. There,
0: do there yeah. is no excuse. Yeah, like there's yeah. no excuse for me to be this fucking fat, <laughs> <laughs> but I am, and that's okay. You know, like that's where I am right now. That's mm-hmm. where I am today, mm-hmm. and I accept that. And yeah. now it's time to do something about change. That. Exactly. Um, what's that? That bring that makes me wonder. Like, I mean, because I've 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 had a uh, a journey with my weight. You know, you are my mother. Um, I've had a journey a weight thing my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, I was very fat. I or fat. I don't know if I was very fat, right. but I was. Pretty fat. Yeah. Um, and then I grew up, lost a bunch of weight, and then I gained it all again. Mostly intentionally, I didn't intend to gain this much weight, but I, the I certainly intended to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's just how I identify. Yeah. You know, once a fat kid, always yes. a fat kid. Yes. So I was really Absolutely. uncomfortable being thin. What was What's your journey with your weight been like? Well, it's actually
1: been um, up and down like you all through the years as I um, was growing up, um, but I was able to find an opportunity in a, in a program, a weight loss thing that worked for me, uh-huh. and it was definitely exercising every day. I, I actually had got to the point of being that girl where, oh, you look too skinny, you need to gain weight, and I loved yeah. that part of my life of just being able to eat anything I want, how yeah. I want, when I want, as late as I want, as much as I want, and not have to worry about having to lose the weight. I never thought I'd be that girl where I'd be, oh, you're too skinny. You need to gain a little weight. I like that life, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I didn't gain back all those pounds that people... You haven't. People, oh, anyway. You haven't, I promise. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing about what you was just saying about that weight um, issue that you have. You never see yourself that mm-hmm. way, and that's real. Mm-hmm. I've fought weight all my life, so much so till people tell me that, too. They'll even say, oh, you, you look good, and I'll be like, I gained 20 pounds. Oh, but well, it looks great on you, yeah, you hold but it well. just... Don't, I just don't see that. Even when I walk yeah. past the mirror, even when I was told you need to put on a few pounds, I would just say, "Okay." I, I never said, "Okay." Well, no, I'm, I'm. I know I don't. I'm still. I'm still fat. But I did say, um, "Not really." I, yeah. I think this is nice. And, and and there were times. Now that I see the weight on me, yeah. I do look at back now and say. And now I can see that where uh, that skinny, yeah, yeah what they were saying, oh, yes, you, you know, your face looks skinnier and all of that stuff. Yeah. I can see that now. And uh, I don't, I'm not saying I want to go back to that, uh-huh. but I don't have a problem with somebody coming up to me and say, girl, you need to put on a few pounds. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> got, got used to hearing that. Yeah, boy. Okay. <laughs> so when you were a kid, you, you were a heavier kid? Oh, my God, yes. I was always on the verge of being too fat. Okay. I was never, like, um, really fat. Um, I, as a child, no. But as an adult, yes. Mm-hmm. As I, um, actually, it's crazy because I fought weight, fought weight all through my uh, years. And then once I became, like, 18, 19, I moved from home. Mm-hmm. And I think living on my own and not cook, eating my mom's cooking uh-huh. all the time and, and being conscious of wanting to lose weight because I was uh-huh. on my my own. And, uh-huh. you know, we live in Cali where it, the thin is in. Yeah. And um, so I always was wanting to lose weight. And I did. I lost this weight. And I had this period i know you and i had this conversation that, um like when you had lost that weight and you was that that weight you wanted that look you wanted you just didn't know yeah. You just you wish you was more conscious well of that's it.
0: the thing i wasn't i never hit i certainly didn't know when i did hit my weight uh-huh. um but when i was that thin when i had gotten that thin when everybody was wondering if i was okay and if i was on drugs or whatever yeah. um i didn't like being that thin i, I never intended to get that thin mm-hmm. At, uh that was just after high school for me too um and i was already thin enough You know, by the end of high school, I was very comfortable with my body and where I was. And then I went to conservatory theater conservatory. So that's eight. Those are 18 hour days almost every day. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, in class Mm -hmm. at the start of the day. We're working out as soon as I get to class. We're using our bodies. We're using our voices. We're using our minds. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so I was healthy. I was, I was, because I had 18 hour days, I was barely eating. Mm -hmm. So, and when I did it, you know, it, it, it was whatever. So I was sort of replenishing all of those calories that I had been losing throughout Mm -hmm. the day. I would, you know, eat something, whatever. I didn't, I got to choose whatever I wanted to eat. And I was young. Yes. Uh, But. So I didn't like that I was that thin. I remember being, I I had gone, I was 21, and I had gone off to tour with uh, Missoula Children's Theater. And I went away with the intention of coming back having gained a little bit of weight. Um, I had a five-month contract initially, and I was like, I'm going to go and maybe gain 10, 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'll be happy. You know, Mm -hmm. on the road, it's hard to find good, healthy eating, so this is good. I'll gain a little bit of weight. Also, at that time, because, like, I'm an artist or whatever, so I'm experimenting with something at all times. I have to use my brain in weird ways all the time. So at that time, I was living, I was experimenting with living without mirrors. Okay. So I had no, I didn't have my reflection. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea that I had hit my goal while I was on tour. In those five months, mm-hmm. I gained 25 pounds. Wow. So I didn't even know until I saw pictures. At the end of the tour, we all came back together uh-huh. in Missoula, Montana. Uh-huh. And we all took pictures together. And I saw those pictures after that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, god damn. Um, <laughs> I think I saw some pictures of you then too, and I did say, "Oh goddamn!" Yeah, along with you. Then. Yeah, but
1: I know that's crazy. I wonder if it's if it's a, um, a human thing as far as like when you leave home when you first like because th- that's how it was for me when I I, I fought that weight all my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a child, I was always the um, just on the verge of being uh, the big booty uh, lady uh, T. well, they call me T, big booty T, uh-huh. and all those things. And I remember um, uh Bertha But Boogie" came out that song. <laughs> <laughs> birth of Butt Boogie and my sisters and I, we were the birth of Butt Boogie sisters. Okay. We were the birth of Butt sisters. Okay. And I always had that. And when I when I left home and lost that weight, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't want, I, as I had started losing weight as an older person, as I told you, I lost all the weight, uh-huh. I didn't want to be that skinny when I was right. that young. Yeah. Um, but I, at the time, it was perfect. I didn't realize just that. That, that, when I look at the pictures now and I look at, wow, look at that girl there. She knows she had her going on. She had the big butt, uh, nice size breasts, but that, that thin, th- that flat tummy and just you know the the, the girl yeah. in those jeans that I always wanted to be and yeah. didn't realize I was her at that time. Yeah, you know that's that's what I mean. But as I got older and I lost that weight, uh-huh. I did like the reflection I passed when I um, like Mary J. said um, um, the song. She said I like what I see when I'm looking at me in the mirror. Yeah. That's that I love that verse in yeah. that song because I had gotten to that point. I like what I see when I look in the mirror. When I'm looking past the mirror. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> walking walking past past <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know exactly. Yes. Yeah, I do know that feeling mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, liking when you pass some oh yeah. I and honestly, and so that's that's the thing. So like because I identify with a heavier body, mm-hmm. of my body being a heavier body or filled with a little more meat, um I do like what I see when I'm looking at me when I'm walking past okay. that mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not so much right now, though. Okay. Which is why I'm starting this journey of weight okay. loss. Okay. Because I don't... I mean, I could, I could dig my reflection head on, like mm-hmm. face first, mm-hmm. but as soon as I turn to the side, mm-hmm. specifically my left side, okay, okay, I don't like how big that... Uh, how long... Yeah. How, how, Isn't uh,
1: that crazy how you have a, a special side, a special look? Even when I'm taking my little selfies... Okay, everybody got that, that
0: one Everybody's got side. that side. Yes, the everybody good side. has that side. Yes. Your good side. Make sure you get the good side. Yes. <laughs> so yes. um I remember so my way, my journey with weight with growing up oh. as a very young kid, I was heavy. Uh, you know, I was heavy. Uh I saw pictures, you know, I, I've seen pictures. My my one of my best friends from elementary school, mm-hmm. Ashley Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Remember how I used to be like, dang, there's no pictures of me as a kid? Yeah, you used to. She got them all. <laughs> She has a photo album of us in elementary. She has yeah. all so many pictures of me as a child. I'm like, I had never seen these pictures. I didn't know what I looked like as a kid. Uh, but <laughs> she she did. Uh, she has the pictures, which is crazy. Anyway, but so I was heavier, and I didn't know that then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was heavier. And then I guess you got fed up with that and you said, I need to take my yeah, kids. I had, yeah, help. too, um, uh, too low. Fatties, just like me, because
1: as I, um, I went through my young age or my young, I grew up 19, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, and was nice and thin and had my little thin thin look. But as I got older and got pregnant and held on to that weight, it didn't go away as fast. I was uh, on the heavy side as well. Yeah, and I it was me and my two little fat kids. Okay, and uh, um, so you I got, sent <laughs>
0: us to Pat Cat.
1: I went and I did. send you, you, I didn't.
0: went with you. You went with us. I showed <laughs> you it. did. And you would come out work just out, just out with, as with hard. us. Hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. We were on the treadmill and all that stuff, almost killing ourselves, all that. Right. Uh, Richard Simmons. Uh, Hold but, on,
0: I'm gonna okay. get there. So, I, so you sent us to <laughs> Fat Camp. You did. Mean, um, every day. Or you came with us. Yes, you I went think. with us to what I thought was Fat Camp. <laughs> I know you did. And then <laughs> it came back to me years later that I would go into this office and take these pills. And yes. Every day I had to take a pill and my mm-hmm. sister did too. Yeah. And my sister was the one to bring it to me. I think like, no, no, no no, that wasn't just fat camp. We weren't just waking, working right, out. It was that was an experiment.
1: Yes, I was getting experimented. She had us in a,
0: a, a, a scientific experiment against our kids? choice. Against we didn't choice. even
1: know. No, no, it wasn't against your choice. It was just without your knowledge. So against my choice? <laughs> no, it was not. Because who's to say you was in the choice that? If you at that time you, as you said, you was a fat kid mm-hmm. and you
0: wanted to lose some weight. <laughs> I didn't say that I wanted to lose weight. <laughs> you <laughs> wanted me to lose <laughs> weight. You, you brought was, me to fat camp. You felt like a little fatty. I did not. I just told you I did not even. <laughs> know I was that fat until I was a grown up and saw them pictures. Okay. You well, wanted me to I go to it. fat camp and you sent me it there without my without my knowledge and you put me in experiments mm-hmm. and I did not know. But you, but it worked for you. It did work for you me. Yes That yeah. is not the point I'm making. <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your sister should be the one all mad about it because I, I always said, and it's so unfair that every time you go on a diet, and it could be not even with, with pills or whatever experiment, you just go on on a weight Lost journey with a male. Male and female go on a weight loss journey together. It is so unfair that most time it's the, I would say 99.9% of the time it's the male that loses the weight and the woman has to be the one that's crying because she ain't lost nothing. It seemed like she gained it instead of lost it. Yeah. So that's what happened in that little fat camp. There were placebo pills too. They were real simple so uh, yeah. And I think your sister might have got the placebos. Uh, Come on in. Because, yeah, because she uh she was not, she didn't lose the weight like you did uh-huh. and it was I thought it was a very successful mission for you right and, and even um, I, I I, didn't have the pills but I worked hard that's why I said I didn't send you guys I went with uh-huh. you and I, I wound up losing a little weight also. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so we um, so we tried a lot of things to lose weight. Yes. Uh, we went through scientific experiments. God knows what results that could have led to. <laughs> Thank God nice. it worked out for me. It didn't work out for my sister. My mm-hmm. mom was able to lose a little bit of weight at the same time. I'm sorry, sis, uh, but she did it to us. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding, but because uh, it did happen. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. But another way that we worked on trying to lose weight uh, together, yeah. Because um, I'll give that to you. You know, like working out. Nobody likes to work out, but I did grow up seeing my mother work out. Yes, you had an elliptical in the in the house. Yes. you had you would ride that. You had a stepper. Yeah, you if before the elliptical, like you there was always something going yeah. on. You were always working out. Yeah, Hip hop, and but... then <laughs> after a while, you were like, let's get these Richard Simmons tapes out. Yep, it was Richard Simmons, and, and you had and... us working, sweating to the the so to
1: the oldies. And then we went to the hip-hop. I, I don't know if you're still at home then. Uh, it was a hip-hop. Uh, I'm trying to think of this, this guy. He had all these little, uh, it was like numerous DVDs of them. Richard Simmons was VHSs. Uh-huh. And then DVDs came hip-hop out. Hip-hop abs. Hip-hop
0: abs. Yeah. Hip-hop abs. Shanti. Yes. Shanti, yes. who does, who does uh, Insanity. Yep. That's right, yeah. and, and, and uh, PX uh, PX90 PX. or 90 P90X Yeah, or I had like them that. all, I had them all
1: I was in the house, I was sweating to the oldies I was yeah. PX90, thing. I was hip hop having it yeah. The whole work, the whole deal Yeah,
0: so I really appreciated that I got to have that as an example My mother was always working out And then you brought us in And and, and I don't remember me Specifically giving you too much gr- uh, Trouble, or, or you know uh, Drama about having to work out To Richard Simmons, because the truth is I don't know if I said this then, mm-hmm. but the truth this I enjoyed the, those workouts. Yes. They were easy. They were only half an hour. You would get a sweat. Yeah. And it was choreography, so you'd learn the choreography. You knew where it was going. You knew where how to expend your energy and maybe conserve a little bit because something hard is coming up. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed working out with Richard Simmons. Um, there's a sidebar. There's a total, there's a, no one knows where Richard Simmons is. So there's a podcast called Finding Richard Simmons. It came out like five years ago. What? And still he's like, he's surfaced since then. They did find yeah, him Yeah, I, I thought home. I saw him somewhere. Uh, but they don't know where he is right now. Uh-huh. Like Richard Simmons has gone inside. Wow. I know. It's crazy. Huh. Uh, so uh, we, we're praying for you, Richard Simmons. Thank yes, you for all of your your light, all of your love, yes. and all of those, the fat you shed off of our bodies. It absolutely. did <laughs> not a plan for a, a Richard Simmons cool. tribute, but hey. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so then I lost I lost weight. That was I was 13 when that happened. So I was able to go into high school a little thinner, uh, and. Uh I was pretty comfortable. I remember, though, when I did... You know what? I do remember when I got down to the size I wanted to be. Okay. I was a senior in high school, and I bought a shirt when I was a junior mm-hmm. that I wished I could fit. And I said, I'm still going to buy this because I can't quite fit it now, mm-hmm. but hopefully in a year or so, I'll be able to fit it. Yeah. And I remember putting on that shirt and being able to fit it. When I was yeah. a senior in high school, my style changed up. I was able to kind of... You know, I started you know, smelling myself. It was, that, it was myself. that weight loss I helped me. No, it had nothing to do with that. Uh, and so... <laughs> uh,
1: so, yeah. yeah speak- because that is true um confidence is um is uh, uh, r- when you feel confident you it is all that matters mm-hmm. i like to even say confidence is sexy Yeah. Cause you put you throw your sexy on and you be you, you you just feel you feeling yourself, as you said. It really has a lot to do also with mental health as well.
0: Yes, exactly. Because, yes, with, with, like you said, your confidence. Yes. That that is, your your weight, I think, is the way that you feel about yourself. Your your confidence Mm -hmm. is immediately uh, related to your mental health. Absolutely. How can you not, uh, how can you not, Feel like you know a slug or like mm-hmm. down on yourself or depressed yeah. when you're not you know when you're carrying around all of this weight or mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. should be getting up to work out or you know that you know naturally your your self esteem is gonna take a hit yes. and your your mental that is your mental health that is your mental health that uh, which
1: ties into your mental and your sexual health as well because now you don't feel sexy mm-hmm. you don't feel you don't feel desired and it has a lot to do with your the whole holding your head high, mm-hmm. and that's real. Mm-hmm. I, I literally um uh, throwing in a bedroom candy plug. Take because, a drink. Uh, take a drink, take a drink, because bedroom candy literally with your sexual health and wellness has a lot to do with your mental health as well. Absolutely. Your STD, uh, Your whether or not you have a sexual that's disease, great. all of that good stuff, all that stuff you want to tie into it all has a lot to do with your mental health, and mental health as well as your sexual health as right. well. So, you know what I'm saying? When you walk back the mirror and you look sexy you like what to see
0: when you're looking at me hey okay. it's all it has all that has to do with it yeah yes. well, speaking of mental health was that uh that's a that's a common phrase right now that mm-hmm. people are throwing around i'm not even sure if everyone even understands exactly mm-hmm. what that means but uh was that i know that that's a was that a was that a a, a thing while you were coming up or growing into your womanhood um, to be aware of your mental health and to check in and like And keep it healthy. Was that a thing? Absolutely. Yes, Mm -hmm. it was. Because it did really How did it look then?
1: um, You didn't. Actually, it's really weird because we didn't put um the the uh, the importance up on it as we do now we just made up made, it was just becoming a thing to make to recognize what it is okay. because um so many people unfortunately has such a stigma against your as being sexual period mm-hmm. till as you get older you realize that's be, a lot of times like when they say especially when I was a kid stay in a child's place mm-hmm. uh, you know this is grown-up talk whatever and as you become a grown-up mm-hmm. you realize just how much those that your sexual wellness And your sexual being, the way you, how much you like yourself, whether you're overweight. So you see, some people be too skinny. Mm -hmm. There's also Mm -hmm. we always talk about people that's overweight, Mm -hmm. but there's some people that's actually too skinny as well, and that has you know play on their their sexual wellness, their their sexual wellness, and Mm -hmm. our mental health as well. It don't always have to be too fat, uh, ugly uh, look, uh, you know. And it's so crazy because right now it's all about. You really, truly, truly have to understand that if your are yourself not healthy and mentally and physically, you really can't help someone else. A lot of times people say that you're being selfish by looking out for yourself first, but if you really, truly help, have to because you really can't get from an empty well. Right. You know, and and um, what I like now is that um, we're doing these little exercises where when you do walk past the mirror, look at yourself, look at say something nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. Make you know that has a lot. to Go with, along with your mental wellness. Mm-hmm. When you look, when you pass a mirror, say, "Hey, look at me. I'm pretty. I'm beautiful. I'm powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm all of that." Mm-hmm. Because what you think is what you think is who you are. Right. And words have power. Yeah. And I'm hoping these words that we are. Speaking tonight is being powerful to someone out there right now mm-hmm. that's feeling that way. Mm-hmm. You know, We have a voice. Our voice is our power. Use your voice to say when you see somebody, you never know what they're going through. I love to see someone and say, hi, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Hi, handsome. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone is beautiful or handsome in their own way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I walk past the mirror and i would be like, oh, look at her. She's so pretty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to really feel bad about that or feel like you're so conceited or have issues with that. But you know what you're supposed to tell yourself,
0: though? things. Mm-hmm. Those are called positive affirmations. Absolutely. And a lot of times uh, people around you uh, what I've learned is that uh a lot of times people don't root for each other. I that's mm-hmm. I know that that sounds ridiculous, but it's a it's a new concept yes. to me. And so, as sometimes a lot of times what I've learned is that if you're not giving yourself those positive affirmations, a lot of times, nobody else around you is, yes. so you've got to be the one. You're the one in charge Start of your it. of your mental mm-hmm. health. Um, but yeah, so for us these yes. days, mental health and, and a, a mindful, mental healthy, yes. a mentally healthy person is a person that usually uh, will go through therapy or you know some sort of life coaching or you know yeah. something to keep them uh, accountable mm-hmm. and have those sort of benchmarks and things like that. Those goals and those mm-hmm. you know the, the um, there is there's practice to it now. There's up practice to it. was it, was, was, what was it like? I know that in the black culture, therapy has been looked down upon for, for decades. Mm -hmm. So what was it like? What, how can, how do you recall if if Um, mental health was a thing? mm -hmm. How do you, how did you guys go about getting it?
1: um, It was very hard and I I don't think too many people did get it. Mm -hmm. Um, If you didn't have a a loving family family, Upbringing it was really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, mostly it was mostly family support Mm -hmm. and um pray God you were in a positive family supportive situation mm-hmm. because i just like you just said especially in the black community having i going to get a therapy and therapists and all that stuff was shunned upon mm-hmm. same way like um, we won't even file bankruptcy we rather live on the street before uh, those kind of things in a black culture it was frowned upon it was shunned upon shunned upon and the thing is unfortunately all of those things is now we are realizing were things we should have looked into things mm-hmm. we should have had access up to in our lives mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe it wasn't there because of of the culture or the, you know, the way the world is. Mm -hmm. There is, unfortunately, a lot of, uh, uh, as we know, racism still. Uh, We're about to come up on 100 years of um, Black Wall Street actually Memorial Day may 31st will be 100 years uh, to the date and mm-hmm. um you know we just didn't have uh, so many. um actually I I just saw South I thought that myself but I um there's a Juneteenth that there's two different situ- two different things that happen and I was looking at a news story just today um Gail King is going to do something on it Monday night about it and it literally was Memorial Day 19 um, 21. And um, now we are in 2021, and uh-huh, it's literally going to be 100 years. years to the today. the
0: massacre on Black Wall
1: Street, actually was... actual bombing and dropping right. all the bombs and killing was the May people. 21st, May 31st, on oh, May 31st. Uh huh. I thought it was June 19th. I thought on something June that 10th. too. Yes. But uh, I was looking at, it. and I'm I'm looking forward to, to watching this piece so mm-hmm. that I can get a little bit more information on it. But it was it's it's a week, less than a week really, mm-hmm. and it's a, everybody's talking about it now. I watched this piece not only about that. But well, so, I
0: have to. Sorry, Dan interrupt you uh you broke the fourth wall uh we are recording this early i'll be in new york when this comes out so oh. may 31st hasn't come yet uh sorry right. sorry to spoil not. that for you yes uh,
1: okay <laughs> so yes you want to watch that show when it comes on it, it'll have already first. happened uh, oh you're That's right I'm you're you're spoiling you're we didn't right say. yeah yeah so <laughs> Okay, well, maybe they wouldn't have seen thought about that if you hadn't bought. Girl, it,
0: out. it'll be June something. May not it'll be impossible to not
1: think about that. Well, hopefully, you'll be same it. <laughs> but yes, that's um, unfortunate in the black community. We didn't have a lot of resources, and I mean I would like you know say that that had a whole lot to do with it. So, but so we didn't have those resources. But if mm-hmm. you had a nice, healthy, positive family that helped you with those things. I you you had it made mm-hmm. and I was one of, I must say I was blessed to be able to have that my mom was extremely open with our sexual knowledge and being able to talk about things um there we we had to stay in the child's place mm-hmm. and that's where it got a little difficult um uh but she was the, at least they let let us talk let us talk and that mm-hmm. that that was a you know we had that big old thing in our family i would always say you can say mom time out can we talk to you as a, as an adult not necessarily an adult but not mom son or mom daughter can we talk on an equal level mm-hmm. and um i think that's really important for a child to be able to do that
0: yeah yes. i think that does help with uh with a with a child's self esteem mm-hmm. and allowing them uh to feel free enough to talk to whoever no one's above you no one's Below you, we're all mm-hmm. equal. I remember uh, I remember being in conservatory and my buddy Domingo's telling me, um, man, I just dig the way that you're not intimidated by any of these instructors. You just go and you have these conversations and you talk to them. I said, they're people. Mm-hmm. They're people. Of, why would I... They're, and also, they're here to help me. They're our instructors. Of course I'm going to go and have these conversations. And I think that that That's did great. come from the fact that I wasn't afraid of authority uh, because I, I, well, I wasn't afraid of my elders because I was I, I, in my home. I was able to speak to them. Uh, also, I think that the problem though is that because I felt equal to everyone, I rebelled against uh, authority. Mm-hmm. You know, I would challenge them. Yeah. You know, I, because it has to. I mean, you know, I'm not going to do it right. just because you say so. Right. It has to make sense, mm-hmm. and it has to make sense for me. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, so. Right uh you know what i've noticed about uh i had i had a nice you told me this is mental health awareness month Mm -hmm. and i actually had um this month Mm -hmm. i learned something about my mental health and and the the uh, one of the workings of it one of the many workings of it um i noticed because so now it's time for me so you guys know it's still may um and I'll be in New York in June I'm moving back to New York City and I'll be in New York to get an apartment and uh, next week I leave uh, Which is why we're recording this early because I won't be here with my mom Um, and so I'm moving and I've got to get this new apartment and Mm -hmm. That's a big task, you know, that takes a lot of money and there's a lot of work leading up to a decision like that. And what I learned this month uh, is that when I'm faced with a big task Mm -hmm. and uh, when I'm faced with a big task, I look at all the work that it takes to get that task done and seeing all of that work cuz now all i can see is all the work i have to do mm-hmm. it becomes overwhelming for yeah, me and that. when i'm overwhelmed in that way mm-hmm. it demobilizes me and i sit still until god knows when you know until mm-hmm. it's almost too late to get up mm-hmm. and do something yeah. um but i'll i'll become overwhelmed cuz all i can see is the work and so when i realized that this past week mm-hmm. um i was i was grateful to to have had that revelation And because with the revelation comes a solution and that solution is so simple. We all know it. You know, it's take (laughs) Mm -hmm. one day at a time, one task at a time, the matter Mm -hmm. at hand, you know, take care of one task at a time, accomplish, you know, you set a large goal, you know, you're not all of a sudden going to reach that large goal. There are several small goals along the way that you have to hit. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was able to remind myself that it's important to stay present stay in the moment and take everything one task one day at a time that really does help me absolutely I think I'm, I'm on that same thing with you because um,
1: there are so many things to do and when you look at it all at this big picture it really does it's like it's like uh, I can't, you just stop. You just, mm-hmm. it just like stalls. you like, I can't do all of that. How am I going to get all that accomplished? But if you just take a little piece, it's like having a big old, huge, beautiful pie that mm-hmm. you have to eat. If you try to eat it all at one time, you're going to get sick. You're not mm-hmm. going to enjoy it. won't even be a pleasant thing. But if you just take a little piece here, a piece there, a piece here, a piece there, you're going to look back and realize after that pie is done, you've completed all the tasks of each little slice. You're going to look back and talk about just how much you really
0: enjoyed that pie. Mm-hmm. And you probably want to get another one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 to me like it goes back to that adage that like you know life is about the journey. You know, like it's not about the destination. It's about the journey Mm -hmm. and learning to enjoy the journey. Yes. Uh, to me that's how that that's how that comes together for me in my mind. Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. That's I definitely like that. And then um
1: being able to to look back at the journey and and to be pleasant moments instead of uh, uh frustration. And mm-hmm. panic and all of those things because yeah. you know things can still get done in those modes as well. Yeah. But it's it's not when you look back, it's not a pleasant look
0: right. back. Not, right. Right. Yeah. It's not a pleasant memory. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're doing things rushed or in a panic or mm-hmm. through stress and all that stuff, you miss you miss yes. it. You miss things like, dang it, I would have I, I missed that. Now I got to go back right. and redo it. Or dang it, I missed that. And 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 I wish I would have done or if I had been present mentally right. I would have done or yes. focused. Yeah, <laughs> I would have done that differently or better. <laughs> (laughs) Or smoother, or somebody would have understood me a little bit better, or somebody would have heard me a little bit better, or somebody would have actually felt my love, or felt my intention, or whatever that thing is, you know. uh, If you know when when you're present, that you can give, that you can allow people. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So life being about enjoying the journey and not rushing toward the destination. Yes. If we could
1: look at every single um, thing we have to do that way life is actually life would be so much more pleasant mm-hmm. and I'm that's exactly my goal right now is as I approach this older age mm-hmm. is to just start enjoying the journey more yeah the 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 end will be there regardless of how you reach it mm-hmm. enjoy the journey of getting there yeah and that's 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 literally um I I hadn't really put a, a uh, thought, like a theme or a title to it, yeah. but that's what I think right now. What I'm trying to do in yeah. my life is enjoy the,
0: just to enjoy the journey yeah. to the end process. Yeah. Yes. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. All right. I think it's a that's a good place to take a break. Yes. All right. We'll be back, guys. <laughs> I just threw together a Whatever kind of harmony that was I don't even, I'm don't. i not even sure if that was a harmony Anyway, uh, hello everyone um, I'm sure you're wondering What happened to the episode this week I got a couple messages I'm so sorry I know that it looks like I've just been traveling And that I put you guys on the back burner But that's not true I am traveling I am in New York City right now And my mother and I I decided to re- to pre-record uh, the, the episodes that I would be missing that I'd be gone from L- and away from LA for, and I cannot. You would not believe that uh, my freaking computer glitched and. I lost the audio. Um, if anybody knows anything about that, when GarageBand tells you, audio file not found, how do I get around that? I'd like to get my audio back. Um, this is not the first time it's happened with us. Actually, we've this has happened before, and we've just gone back and re-recorded like a segment or two or whatever. It's happened a couple times, but... Now, I don't know how to recover uh, this content because, or even recreate it, because I'm not even in California. Anyway, sorry, that's all I wanted to say. Um, And, well, speaking of enjoying the journey, like I said, I have arrived in New York City. Um, I haven't moved back just yet. I'm actually here to find an apartment. Um, I'll head back to California and pack up a U-Haul and then drive it here to New York god um so uh well speaking of enjoying the journey i have arrived here in new york and i am in my utter bliss i'm right in my element and directly where i'm supposed to be and it feels so good i remember back in 2008 when i moved to new york city um, for the first time, I moved here sight unseen. I had never been here before. I didn't know anything about how the city worked or anything. I just knew that this is where I was supposed to be. At that time, um, my goal, you know, was was to, to hit Broadway right away and, like, you know, really make my performance dreams come true. Um, and I didn't know that I was going to fall in love with the city the way that I have. I was just coming here, <clears throat> excuse me, to work. Excuse me. It's really early here in New York. (laughs) I rolled out of bed and kind of panicked that I hadn't done this for you guys yet. So I jumped to it and did it. Um, Anyway, back to the story. 2008. uh, Picture it. 2008. I'm landing on the plane in New York, sight unseen. I am still on the plane when it lands, obviously. (laughs) Well, thank God. Um, But... I say that to say that I hadn't gotten off the plane. I didn't know anything about New York. I didn't know uh, how terrible the city smelled. I didn't know how wonderfully the heartbeat of this city would resonate with me and, and how I would syncopate to it so quickly. I didn't know anything. I was just landing here in New York. I hadn't gotten off the plane yet. This is 2008, I'm 21 years old. And I exhaled in a way that I still haven't exhaled. Uh, Until now. Um, And I audibly, like out loud, I said, I'm home. Again, not knowing anything about this city. I just had this overwhelming sense, this overwhelming feeling, this overwhelming amount of comfort that I just had never experienced before. And I said it out loud. It just escaped my body. I said, I'm home. And I had, I've never really felt that any other time. I mean, every time I come back to New York, you know, it's, it is home now. So I, I was here for a month. I got a tour um, that I auditioned for in, in um, L.A. So I was only here for a month. Uh, it took five years to get back to New York. And five years later, in 2013, I did uh re-arrive in New York. And that's when I really was given the opportunity to make it my home. And I'm just so, so, so grateful every time, of course, I come home, you know, after traveling or for whatever show or to to visit family or whatever, it's always like, okay, good. I'm happy to be home. Uh, but this trip to LA, I'm going to call it (laughs) a very long trip to LA, uh, was the longest that I'd been away from New York since I moved here and lived here. Um, and it was easily one of the hardest years of my life, just emotionally and mentally. Um, it was it was so trying. Um, I was there, and early on, like, I didn't leave kicking and screaming from New York. I, I left knowing that I was uh, supposed to be going. I started to fill this pool. So at the top of COVID, you know, I'm off Broadway. I'm having this wonderful time, and COVID happens, it stops our entire life. You know, everything is 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 paused. And at the time it felt like, okay, just a little moment, we'll take a beat. And I've been praying for a break, so I'll take this break. Well, then a few months went by, and I'm just eating and cooking and gaining more weight. And I started to feel this pool. Toward LA and I was like LA LA am I really gonna go to LA I don't know about that I said I'd never live in LA again so when I started to feel this pull I I, I kind of railed against it at first but I prayed about it for about a month and a half and then Um, We're calling it a family property, fell into my lap, and I said, yeah, actually, I can't ignore that. I'm praying, and I'm asking for answers, and I'm looking for clarity, and then God literally drops this uh, apartment into my lap. So I took advantage of that, and I went to L.A., so again, I didn't leave kicking and screaming Because I had resolve I knew that it was time to to move forward with my life And that I would be back I just didn't know when And I committed to myself To returning to a different New York A new New York A better New York um, A New York at a, at a different level Than I was experiencing last year And so I went to California And... Um, When I tell you I didn't leave kicking and screaming, I have to tell you that I certainly landed kicking and screaming. I got to L.A., and I was just so unhappy. (laughs) I was like, what is this? What have I done? Why am I here? Oh, Lord, uh, take me back. But I was committed to being there. Again, I understood that I was being sent to L.A. You know, you walk by faith, not by sight. So I was... I, I had to be okay with the fact that I was in Los Angeles and that I was going to be here for God knows how long. I was gonna sit this COVID thing out, so I was, like I said, very, very, very unhappy. And I found myself, um, just, you know, uh, fighting with people and arguing with everybody, and just, not everybody, a few people, uh, really trying to to find my my footing. Um, so I wasn't. You're probably wondering why I was so unhappy. I mean, like, I... I Just so many reasons. Uh, familial and... Because of my familial issues, I didn't experience... I didn't have a great experience with L.A. Like, my relationship to L.A. Um, just wasn't great. It wasn't good at all. I hated L.A. Um, so, I didn't want to be there. But early on, I realized that I was being given the opportunity to come to L.A. and tie up some loose ends, um, um, mend some relationships, become reacquainted with my family and friends, allow them to become reacquainted with me. And again, like I said, mend some relationships. And at the top of that relationship was my relationship with my mom. And as you guys can see, that went well. Um, so in the end, I, you know, hindsight, I'm so grateful for the For the year I got to spend in LA, I got to take a personal year, like a personal year. How often do you get to say that? You know, I got to, I got, I was blessed enough and fortunate enough to not be affected negatively, um, overall, bigger picture, grand scheme, um, by COVID. You know, God bless everyone, uh, myself included, who who was uh, affected by COVID. um, But God bless you all who lost your loved ones, and I cannot express to you enough how my, how deeply, how much and how far my heart goes out to you. Um, God bless you. I mean, I lost a few people myself, uh, but my life, my life benefited from the year that I got to take away from the hustle and the bustle and the, 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 the game, you know, um, so I'm grateful. Hindsight, I was able to hit all of my goals, all those goals that I just told you about, mending the the relationships, tying up the loose ends, becoming reacquainted. Um, I didn't plan on gaining this much weight, but I did that too. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm I'm so grateful for that time. So if I'm being honest, and I think I said it a, a couple episodes ago that a part of me kind of wondered that when I got to New York, um, I wondered if a part, if if I would f- feel like, eh, I did that already. Eh, I don't really need this anymore. Um, I might not have been as vocal about that concern as as, as it was real, but I, it was a real thing going through my head. So imagine my delight and surprise. When I landed and had the same sort of experience that I did way back in 2008, when I landed a few days ago, a couple days ago, before I could even get off the plane, it's like everything inside of me sort of just clicked and shifted and and fell right back into gear. Um, Mentally, emotionally, like my body even reacted so positively to being here in New York I hadn't even gotten off the plane and I was experiencing that overwhelming sense of comfort I knew I was home and I'm so grateful and I'm so humbled and I'm so honored to be here and that this city has chosen me i'm so grateful i'm so happy to be home um look out for 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 more uh this show isn't over we're still here we're still ready to 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 share our relationship with you and the work that we're doing thank you thank you thank you so much for coming along on this ride uh thank you for your patience this week thank you for your understanding this week my son and i is still happening um And so is my life. (laughs) So, uh, well, I think I'm going to put a pin in it there. I hope you enjoyed this short episode. Stay tuned for episode 10. It's a very special episode. I'm praying that the audio is still there. Uh, I'm going to go check right now and edit it and get it out. Uh, Get it anyway to where it, it will be protected. Uh, to be shared with you guys. Anyway, um episode 10 is a big celebration of you guys. It's a listener appreciate uh listener appreciation episode. Uh it's a big thank you to you guys for for riding us with riding with us for 10 whole episodes and enjoying this journey and coming along with us. And um I promise you it's going to get more real if you could believe that. <laughs> uh I'm glad you're here guys. Uh-
1: Hey, 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 my son and I are back to
0: wrap it up. Yes, we are. All right. So this is the end of episode nine. Wow. Episode 10 will be next week. I'm really very much looking forward to that. You guys stay tuned. It'll be a special episode. So episode 10 next week. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you guys are here with us on this journey. We're having so much fun. Thank you for all the feedback. Next, well, I won't spoil that. But next week is episode 10, and it will (laughs) be a celebration. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. Yes, thank you guys. Make sure you stay blessed,
1: safe, and prosperous. And guess what? Hmm? I'll see you later, alligator.
0: After a while, crocodile. My son and I. Yeah, We've been, been through it. We've been through a lot of yeah. this. My son and I. We're going to do this. We're going to make it through. Oh, My yeah. son and I. I'm here. And I'm here too. Oh, yeah. My son and I. Welcome you, welcome to the journey, my My son son and and I, I. my son son and I, oh you're listening to my son and I.